Underage Lawyer for today's new episode. Today we're discussing A Tale of Two Cafes. Those of you who follow my Instagram and Tumblr will have seen that recently I have been lavishly indulging my love of cafes. I have just spent a month in Adelaide, Australia's food and wine centre. Best known for its churches and festivals, Adelaide is a small but exciting part of the country. Currently, it features a population of just under 1 million and several different sandy beaches. It is the perfect relaxation destination for anyone who is tired of the city's hustle and bustle. I went to two different cafes. Both were very unique choices. Although the intention was not to rank these cafes, the difference between these two places was fascinating, and I thought you might be interested to read the difference as well. As we were in Adelaide, the capital of festivals and art, it seemed fitting to find cafes that followed these themes. I connected quickly to a blog that listed eight of the best cafes in Adelaide, which I will link in the writing, and I picked one of these from the list. The other choice was recommended to us by a family friend who had been there previously. The first cafe was called Sad Cafe. Although the name is intended to connect to their partnering hair salon, Das, this cafe seemed to match its title. When we first walked down the street to find the cafe, we saw what looked like another customer resting on a bench taking photos of herself which is a very good sign if you're looking for a hipster cafe. We all know that the selfie culture is perpetuated by these alternative and non-conforming photo takers. Therefore, we were thrilled to see this, taking it as a good omen. The cafe is quite small and features a monochrome appearance with light brown uncovered tables. I'm sorry to say that I accidentally deleted the photo that I took of inside the cafe, but it is fairly standard. Although the layout was unusual, in that the hairdressing salon connected directly to the cafe. At first we thought this was an extra seating area, but once we saw those haircutting chairs we realised that wasn't quite right. After shuffling around the inside of the cafe for a bit, we determined we'd rather wait outside and enjoy the sun that filters through onto the outdoor seats. It was a nice warm day, perfect weather for outside sitting. The tables hadn't been cleared off yet, so we made ourselves useful and began moving the dishes. Now I only mention this because as we did so, the girl who we thought was a customer sitting on the bench jumped up and took the dishes to the kitchen. Realising this girl was not a customer, but in fact a silent and disinterested waitress, we began to understand why the owners had felt that Sad Cafe was an apt name for this little joint. The menu is short, but well laid out, and provides some fairly tantalising options for lunch and coffee. I chose a simple gluten-free granola, while my coffee partner inquired about gluten-free bread. Be aware they do not have gluten-free bread, but they have gluten-free granola. Lunch was very charmingly laid out, with fresh fruit and Greek yogurt accompanying the granola, and my friend's lunch was also very fresh. I'm no food critic, so I will leave that to the experts, but as for the coffee, it was clearly an organic blend. The type of bean was bitter, but not burned. It was made reasonably quickly and settled in a plain black cup. The appearance of the food and the type of plates weren't anything exciting. Certainly for a hipster cafe connected to a hair salon, I had hoped for something a little bit more upbeat. But perhaps the silent uniform requirement of all shaved heads on every waitress should have told me that I don't quite understand the image this cafe presents. The next cafe we went to was out of the city in a smaller townside area of Adelaide called Lost in the Forest. Adelaide towns are well known for their boutique coffee and cake places, so I was keen to see why this cafe stood out to so many. It is set in an old church on the side of a hill. There are only six parking spaces reachable off a little side road. The cafe itself, however, is very popular and requires you to book online in order to be seated for one of their meal rounds. 
The tricky thing about booking yourself in is that it is only open for a few days per week and not for consistent mealtimes. You can find out about it in the link that I will put in the blog and you will see the hyperlink when you go down there. Much like the previous cafe that we visited, the staff are not dressed in traditional black, so they do blend in with the patrons of the cafe as well. So be wary when asking someone which way to the bathroom. They might not be a staff member, however they are all very friendly and we were greeted immediately upon entering the door. The church is still clearly a church, although it has been renovated with plain white walls, a recycled timber and glass bar, and a pizza oven. Pizza is the main feature of this cafe, so forget about going here if that's not what you're looking for. Instead of coffee and cake, we chose to select two of their gluten-free gourmet pizzas to sample. While we were waiting, it was impossible not to admire the artwork that was sketched from the wall to the ceiling. It certainly matched that artistic, rustic feel I had been hoping to find somewhere around Adelaide. I should mention that Lost in the Forest does also provide cafe but not cake. Overall, the two cafes provided decent food that matched that artistic vibe you want to find when you eat somewhere like Adelaide. The problem was that the level of service at Sad Cafe was actually sad. You have to forgive the puns, but when a name describes the object so perfectly, one can't help but use it. Customer service is the epitome of a cafe, especially in a city like Adelaide where cafes cafes and wineries face strong competition. I look forward to hearing your favourite cafe spots around the world and what makes them special.